Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and we're talking coaching changes today, getting you all all the information there, and where we go, we got our experts, Jake Seeley, uh, of course, Corey Parson, and Matt Modica, and here's what the guys get going on as they talk a little football, yeah, baby, it's not over until the Super Bowl hits. Hi, Shermer. Would you, could, eh. would you? They haven't even talked. They haven't had a request to talk to him yet. Really? That's interesting. Here's the, 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 the only thing I have a problem with the Giants, too, real quick to go back to this, is when they said that they wanted to do this whole Gettleman thing because they wanted to get ahead of everybody else. This is why I said that was the stupidest reason ever, because they're ahead of nobody. They're right in the same boat as everybody because you had to wait until Sunday was over, and now they're in the same room as everybody else requesting all these interviews. There was no head start on the head coaches. Get the hell out of here. Spagnola's right there. If the <laughs> if the Giants hired Jeff Fisher, would you boycott? Oh the God! Team? <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I, I already gave that. I said, you know, mate, you cannot change teams, Corey. But yeah. if you look at it, carte blanche to everybody. If Jeff Fisher is the coach of your team until he's fired again, inevitably, because it will happen. Until then, you feel free to boycott your team and root for somebody else. Yes, you can. But go you ahead. have to come back once he's gone. Yeah, you have to come. That's the rules right there. <laughs> you cannot go to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> nah, you know, you know, you know. So NFL, when NFL fans do, they go to the Steelers because they figure the Steelers is going to be involved. <laughs> NFL fans, when they boycott their team, they no, go to the Steelers. You can't, you can't front run a team either. You yeah. can get somebody on, like you can well, even switch to the Rams on the up and come if you want. But whoever wins the Super Bowl, you can't switch to them. If they fight, you, you, you can't do Dub Nation, but you could do Gucci Nation. Oh yeah, good. <laughs> See, no, go. that's too much for me because as a Cowboy fan, I'm not going to root for the 49ers. I'll be if I was hey, if I was to leave I my Cowboys, I'm going to the Jets. To be honest, that's tell me just you right here. Like, I I tweeted this on Sunday. Tell me if you like I said let's boot the sixth team out of the playoffs or in the NFC and put the 49ers in and tell me everybody wouldn't be scared about that happening. That would be that would be that would be <laughs> Gucci. This is the summer of Gucci. I mean, this is the winter of Gucci. I don't even know what y'all. I'm right, right. You know what? Gucci could be is, the head coach. Is, Somebody gonna hire Gucci Garoppolo to be the head Gucci coach. <laughs> if he's not single, he need to be because yeah. I know his belt is real strong around. right now. <laughs> Shout out to Gucci. All right. Um, come back. Continue to talk about some of these coaching changes. We want to talk about some of the younger guys that could get a shot this year. It's Fantasy Football Friends on FTSY Radio. There you have it. We're all fired up. We're ready and rearing to go. What are you doing, my man? What are you doing? Let's get yourself ready and get yourself excited. Now, what we've got to do is put it in play. Put it in play, my man. And when we come back, we'll talk a little more fantasy, get you a little fired up, and get you a little excited here. So you want to talk football? We got you covered. And we've got you the rest of the way. Hour number two with Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We'll be back with way more after this. 
So don't go anywhere. Maybe get a peanut butter sandwich. It sticks to your mouth, but you'll be okay. You get peanut butter that doesn't kill you. All those people that are allergic to peanut butter. That's weird, huh? Imagine going your whole life without peanut butter. Back with more after this. I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis are you new to daily fantasy are you a veteran either way you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to dailyroto.com multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at daily roto why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire, too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock daily fantasy sports. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Mo's. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day, and they help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. 
Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here all fired up and getting ready to make sure that you've got everything to be successful for and making sure you're the man and not the mouse when it comes to football. And here are the guys talking a little fantasy football. All right, so there you go. Matt, you ever you ever did freestyle anything? No, I'm not a freestyle kind of guy. I you know, I do not like the old Wall Street days. Rap. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you know most white men best. You know, Eminem was good with it. But yeah, that's every. You know, Eminem's great at it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's like the outlier. Right. Here we go. Here we go. Get ready to rock and roll. Get ready to rock. We about to drop the beat right now. This is this is Chris. This is Chris Ventra. Let me set you up. Bring you in. Fantasy freestyle. FNTSY Radio. Final five. Getting ready to go into 2018. I got the young homie to close the Chris Venture. Go ahead, Chris. Shout out to the Cypher Dilly Dilly. We taking it down. It's your boy and the exec every year. We hold on. Let me restart. Let me restart. I messed that up. Real quick. Here we go. All right, here we go. Shout out, shout out to the Cypher Dilly Dilly for staying strong. It ain't. It ain't speed. It's your boy, the exec, but we can hold down the, hold it's down the your, bars. Oh, man, it's not, it's not your thing. It. It's not your thing. It's not Chris. my thing. Damn. It's not your thing, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I'll say this: you should allow JV closers on the mic. <laughs> Somebody wrote in the chat that uh, Chris Ventura was no Scott Angles. <laughs> Scott Angles freestyle yeah, at, at the yeah. at the drop of a dime, and he get it popping. But uh, Chris Ventura. I'm going to give Chris Venture one more shot. He's going to give a chance to write the rest in peace song for Ted Finn. Other than that, Jake, I'm not letting Chris, I'm not letting Venture freestyle no more. The finishing mailman said, wow, he raps like a white guy. That was worse than I would actually expect. Yeah, there you go right there. there, there well, you go. Hey, here's the thing, too. I did I, I did House of Pain back on what you like to call the mothership. I did that one, but I did it to the beat, and I did the lyrics. I did the lyrics. Like, I, I didn't the freestyle. The actual song. That's the one thing. Like I will give credit, especially to Scott. Like I, I'm very, I would do terrible at freestyle, and I can't think of the words off the yeah. top of my head. Like I can't. By the way, did you see that guy from um, The Roots? What's his name? The one Black that was on Fallon. Black yeah, Thought. did you yeah. see how long he he that's went what, on his was, original one, the ten minute one that he did on Sirius XM? Yeah, that was ten minutes long. That was crazy. A freestyling. I don't know how anybody does that. That trended. That was the number one trend on Twitter that night, and, and into the next morning. Like wow, people were really. Shock with the roots that black door from the roots. He's been getting it down like that for a minute. Shout out to the city of Philadelphia. What up, Matt? I thought about the king yesterday as I was getting ready to watch the winter classic. Ace Freely, they had oh, there. Oh, that's right. I tell my wife, but that's Scott's boy. That's right. Ace Freely <laughs> performed New York Groove at the Winter Classic. Oh, man. Angle probably had a press pass. Angle was in that press box at City Field last night. I guarantee you that. Angle <laughs> was in that press box. So there you go right there. 844-843-6879. What do we got for Ted Finn? All right, so far, look at this. Come on, y'all. Do a better job. Give a, give us a thumbs up for the homie Ted Finn. Don't Ted Finn, don't let Ted Finn go out like that. <laughs> Sit up here in Studio Thirty Four, and then um, you Ain't can't give him. Like yeah, that. you can't give him a shot. Ain't hey, J- yeah, don't do that, Jake. You think Greg Schiano gets back into the NFL this cycle? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Nobody's even talking about him yet. He's mm-hmm. not even on, like this. He's the fringe. Like I, I would. I would put Jeff Fisher before he got in. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like my choice. Yeah. I'm saying like I think. Yeah, like he left I, a bad taste like, in people's mouth. I'd hire Greg Schiano and Greg Schiano Jr. and Greg Schiano the third before I hire Jeff Fisher. Yeah. But I think that Fisher's getting back before Schiano is. Wow, Jeff Fisher coming back to ruin another franchise. 
What do you think, Matt? Some of these guys like uh, Shiano, um, Swartz, you know. Some, I think Swartz might get back in this year, too. I don't, think, I don't think Shiano gets in because if anybody tries to hire him, there'll be a Twitter outrage again. And <laughs> they'll pull that offer off the table. So, you know, he's not getting ahead. He'll be a, a coordinator the rest of his life. The short stops, that has to stop, too. Like, unless he's bringing Wentz and Lane Johnson and Darby and Jeffrey with him, like, stop with the short Yeah, stops. I agree. I don't think Swartz should be allowed to be a head. Not a, I mean, I don't, I'm not hiring no head coaches, but I don't want Jim Swartz head coach in my franchise. I, that's that's recycling mediocrity right I there. I do want to see uh, Frank Wright get some interviews. Though. That's the one I think is interesting. Some of these names right here I think is interesting. Uh, Frank Wright is one I think is interesting, Matt. Uh, the job that he's doing this year with the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz, I think it was admirable, and I think he might get a shot. And he look, Bill's Mafia. Frank Wright, right? Yeah. No. And he's a University of Maryland guy. So Mr. Sussman can, so Mr. Sussman can get behind that too. Jake, uh, Paul Gunter is a name, the Bengals defensive coordinator that we've been hearing around a lot. Do you think he's ready for a shot this year? Is, is this his cycle? I don't know enough about him. Okay. Honestly, I can't, so I can't speak to that. But you talk about the Eagles too. A lot of people are talking about Filipino for yep. the, the development of Wentz. But that, so now you're going to the second level underneath because he's just the quarterbacks coach. So I don't know that he goes. I don't know anybody goes that far. Maybe he gets a promotion to the offensive coordinator with the Eagles if that situation opens up, or he goes somewhere else and gets his next promotion. I don't think he'll jump all the way up. The, the, the only one I can see maybe making a leap from. Very little experience to becoming a head coach is Wilkes from the Panthers because a lot of people are talking about him. There's the connection with Gettleman with the Giants already. You have that connection there. And I think somebody else already requested to interview him. I don't know if it was the Lions or somebody else, but he's the one that I can see making the biggest leap. All the rest of them are most of the names we talked about. So you said something interesting earlier, Jake. I want to ask you this again. I said this on Roto Experts with the guy Wilkes. I think he could be this year's Rooney Rule candidate, meaning that he can rack up the most interviews. But you said... It's not the Giants. It's not right to call him that because he's like no. That a, was the Giants. That was the Giants with the, the running backs coach from the the Broncos. So the Giants had already requested to talk to Wilkes, yeah. and somebody said that the running backs coach I can't think of his name right now from the Broncos was going to fill the Rooney rule for the Giants. I said that's the one. I was like that's not fair to say that because they've already. If Wilkes was that, they've already filled their Rooney rule by asking to okay. speak to Wilkes. Okay, understood, so understood. That's what I was saying. It's like, And that's the whole problem, again, to go back to the Rooney rule. But so for the Giants specifically, the, the people dismissing the running backs coach for the Broncos are doing it incorrectly because that's not why they're asking to talk. 844-8436-879. The, the homie Steven is in Massachusetts. Steven, sad day inside Studio 34. Today we lost a friend, a pal, a buddy, a colleague, and Ted Finn Jr., yeah, sorry, sorry uh, condolences to Ted Finn. Nice. How you guys doing tonight? Do, well, today, actually, doing, today. doing well, Stephen. Happy New Year. How was your New Year up there in Massachusetts? Oh, it was awesome, man. You know, I got to, I got to hang out, watch some of the games. Um, I, actually, uh, when it came down to the season, I ended up getting eliminated early. Mm. But I just want to say thanks for all the help that you guys uh, that you guys did. You know. Well, no, thank you, Stephen, and thank you. One of the first people to call the show, mm-hmm. one of the first people rocking out with us. So we definitely appreciate that. And I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to get that championship this year. You'll you'll get it next year, Stephen. And yes, thanks for uh, calling in and supporting the show, Stephen. What you going to do with no football now? Are you a Celtics fan? Oh yeah, I am. Uh, I actually I watch all of it. Like I, I watch the Celtics. Uh, I'll be checking out like the hockey games. And I'll be waiting for the Red Sox to come back. Like, I'm a big Bruins fan, too, so I definitely like to check out the hockey and stuff. There you go right there. Good man. That's my man, man. Steven in Mass. He's a 
Boston sports fan, so shout out to him, Dilly Dilly, to Stephen in Mass. And then he gave a shout out to Ted Finn, too. And I think everybody should... um. <laughs> I say Ted Finn switched to the bong water and couldn't handle it. <laughs> Listen, Ted Finn was in some murky water in the studio some days. <laughs> some days it was pretty bad. It would have killed the lesser fish. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can wade through slop, but the coal's gonna get you. Yeah, they there you go. That Ted that that we poor Finn. Cause we looked at him this morning and we shook that thing and he was just sitting in there and then Mr. Sussman put some food and the food kinda just landed on Finn. And I was like, oh, no. I don't mean to laugh, but I just, I, just, I just pictured it. It just is over for Finn, man. They're like, no, he's moving. I'm like, no, nah, it's, yeah. it's over. I he remember, was just like, laying on it. Yeah, it was just like on his, on his stomach, on his little fish stomach. I remember we, me and Nando went over there and got Ted Finn from, um, from um, I don't want to get him no props because they don't advertise on the program. So me and Nando, we walked over there and we got Ted Finn. And they put him in a little plastic. It was the cutest little girl in the in the store that day. We went over there and got her. And uh, it was like a family business. It was a little girl and her pops. And she was trying to get from behind the counter. And we went and we bought Ted Finn as a gift for Mike Florio, who asked for him. And uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't he, talk now. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He after we got him, he, um, he let him go. So there you go, right there, Ted Finn. It was a lot of fun for um. Working with you. you we get, to, hey, look, we could get a dog, and he's called Sa- Saquon Barkley. Oh, I like that. We got to get a puppy and name him Saquon, but then somebody got to really clean up behind that puppy, though. <laughs> <laughs> See that puppy. Yeah. yeah. The puppy can't be sitting in the cold. Exactly. Yeah, we get a puppy in this joint. Then I'm a, if I see a puppy come in this joint, I'm asking for a raise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Come back, talk a little college, talk a little coaching searches, and see what's going on. It's it, Frenzy. Welcome back right here on Fantasy Football Rewind. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more fantasy football talk from across the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Zicada. We are here getting it done, and you love to get it done. So don't go anywhere. Back with more Fantasy Football Rewind. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true does your fantasy football team suck (laughs) did you draft david johnson with the first pick (laughs) i can help you out 
Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! <laughs> hmm Huh, duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Rewind Show on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here absolutely getting it done. How about you people? Are you loving life? Are you excited? Are you saying, hey, I got a little Fantasy Football Playoff League. Is that one of the things that you're uh, looking to do? I think they do a great job over at NFL.com. I like a lot of the playoff leagues because it adds a little more strategy. You got to predict the guys that are going to do well and the guys that are going to be on teams that finish well. So I like it. I like it a lot. And so I think you get yourself fired up and you get yourself ready and raring to go when you put that together. Now, we got a little talk about some ADPs versus actual finishes. So we take the average draft position and we see where these people actually finished. Did they come through with the anticipation in the industry? Here are the fantasy BFFs as they discuss it this morning on Fantasy BFFs. Fantasy football. Best friends. Yep. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Happy New Year to you all. My name is Greg Sussman. Next to me is the Fantasy Salad, Frank Stample, and banish to the basement. It's Michael Flory. What's up, Mikey? Not much, guys. How are you? Oh, doing well, man. I'm do- doing well. Frank, what's going on? Not much. Uh, great start to New Year. Just laid in bed all day yesterday. Great. Can't complain. Really can't ask for much more. How was your big Polish party? Uh, it was pretty fun. It was in like a legit party hall. Right. Kind of something like you'll be at a wedding, communion kind of oh, thing. Oh, wow, yeah. So, yeah, they had like these big projectors showing the ball drop and stuff. That's so awesome. It was pretty sweet. That's great. Flory, how was your New Year's, dude? I did a lot of what Frank did yesterday. Laying in bed? <laughs> yeah. How, but, how, how was your party? Uh, it was, I mean, the Bills made the playoffs. They did so, make the playoffs. So the rest of it was just a wash for me. I drank a lot in celebration of that. <laughs> I went out to some bar that my friend worked at. It was fun. Did you uh, Did you jump into any flaming tables to no, celebrate? No, no. But I leaped, over, right <laughs> I leaped over my couch in celebration and fell. I, I'd like to jump into a... Flaming table at the moment. <laughs> Would you? Oh yeah, it's true. <laughs> to be with you. How about you? Anything? Uh, anything fun for New Year? No, we went. Out, we went out. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, the same bar we've been at the last couple of years. I think I'm done with it. Like it's been enough. We've done it three <laughs> years in a row. So I'm ready to, to uh, change of locations. Um, nice. Besides that, it was fun, man. I just all, all day Sunday, kind of just lay on the couch and watch football. And yesterday, I laid on the couch and watched college football. And I did make it out to my buddy's apartment. My friends who couldn't make it. Had a bunch of my friends over, and we just like ordered food and watched the national, watched the semifinal games, and hung out. I managed to finish both the Punisher and the Dave Chappelle stand-up that was just released on Netflix. Oh, that's the newer cool. one, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, what I, what I do on Saturday? I think I watched a lot of movies. I watched The Room and Disaster Artist. Oh, how was that? I feel like you need to see The Room before you see Disaster Artist. Okay, because it was like. Absurd. I feel like it's a non-no thing. I feel like non-no would be like super duper into it. And Danny Olkers, our, our video producer, they would be super into those movies. 
Yeah, so that's my recommendation. I would say them, but I think you have to see the room. You have to see the room before you see Disaster Artist. Cool. Yeah, so that's it. So on the show today, we're going to kind of pause the playoff talk for, for now. I mean, we're getting into a little bit. Um, and the coaching changes, we're going to do a, a redux this afternoon about coaching changes. You didn't know that yet, but we are going to do that. Um, so we're going to do a, a redux this afternoon about the coaching changes and where the people end up. And we're going to kind of place all these systems and make predictions this afternoon. But today we want to look, and throughout this week, we're going to look at where we drafted players and where they're going and where they finish. How good of a job we did as evaluators in trying to determine how good players will be. Where we took chances, where it didn't work out. And we're going to do position by position. So today, we'll do the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks ADP and where they actually finish. It's going to be a really, really fun week of doing this. So uh, I'm excited to do it. And I'm excited to... I'm fired up. I'll see if these guys live up to the promise of it being fun. A fun week. And getting it done. So here are the guys talking quarterback ADPs, which you got to love, right? Which you got to love, their enthusiasm. But are they going to deliver? I think they deliver because they're the fantasy BFFs, and they don't fool around, man. They bring it to the next level each and every time. They know how to get it done, and these guys get it done right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Here are the BFFs. Well, Mike's celebrating. No, I'm celebrating for a different reason. No, I understand. You have every right to. Celebrating the Marone Bowl. Listen, man. Hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna poo-poo anything. From... Hey, man. I said last week I wanted it to happen. Absolutely. I wanted the Bills to get in. I'm not poo-pooing anything. Flores waited like his whole, literally his whole life for this moment. So I'm. I'll root for the Bills. Maybe. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> maybe. No. Well, how can you not root for them? Because my good friends the Jaguars fan. Remember. And one of your best friends is a Bills fan. Well played. Two. Two. EY. Ah, uh, EY. It's yeah. true. It's two, two out of two of my know, best friends. three of your best friends. That's crazy. Wow. I didn't know I knew so many Bills fans. <laughs> okay. So, as, I, as we said on the program today, we're taking a look at ADPs of quarterbacks and how they finished and, and whatnot. So, we have the, in front of us, the official Fantasy Pros ADPs. We also have, we've we brought up our own rankings, which matters more to us, of course. So I want to start looking at the ADPs for the quarterbacks. And Tom Brady, fine. Drew Brees, fine. We can get to, where did they finish? Do you have that in front of you? Where did like Tom Brady, not Drew Brees, I, I, we'll talk about him later on. But where did Tom Brady finish? Tom Brady was number three. Okay, fine. So you drafted him as the first quarterback, he finished as the third overall quarterback, fine. Not terrible. I know, I know he finished, you know, he had a rough playoff stretch for a little while. But you drafted those as the first, you finished third, fine. You thought maybe Aaron Rodgers could have beaten him, Russell Wilson could have beaten him, fine. Russell Wilson, another one. He finished where? First. First overall, you drafted him as the fourth overall quarterback in a lot of places. Maybe even, I had him. I had him lower. I had him, well, I had him lower. Oh, yeah. I, had him, I had him six. Where did you have him, Floria? I'm actually pulling up my preseason rankings right now, but I think I had him like five or six. Okay, so he... He really did better. I, I, that was actually surprising. I thought I thought he was a little bit lower. No, he wasn't really part of that tier he when we first started tier. drafting. Okay. There was the elite tier, uh, and I think in most cases Matt Ryan was being drafted ahead of him as well. It was Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan. Those were like the four cemented in. And then in a lot of places, Russell Wilson was going fifth. Uh, me personally, I thought the fact that they didn't have a running game would hurt him more. Right. I thought because they had no balance on offense, but it actually led to just more of Russell Wilson and him carrying the load on his shoulders. Just tweeted out about it is that um, for the second straight year, he set a career high in passing attempts. So uh, I'm sure that's not what the Seahawks envisioned, 
coming into the year. But again, it's just another year where no running game, and they had to depend on him to uh, to throw the ball and run the ball. So there you go, Russell Will- Russell Wilson uh, was my sixth ranked quarterback here this year. He finishes number one overall. So you drafted Russell Wilson, that worked out well, and then you get to Matt Ryan, who. I don't really know. Should we go in ADP order or how they finished order? What would be better for this? I think we should go ADP in order. Okay. And then look at where they finish and kind of... All right. So, the, I, so, we, so I shouldn't get to Matt Ryan yet because there are people talking about before Matt Ryan. Well, it's Tom Brady. Breeze was number two. But we didn't really talk about Breeze. I think we have to. All right. Yeah. Because I think I think Drew Breeze is somebody... And this is according to the Fantasy Pros ADP. I had Drew Breeze three overall behind Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Rodgers gets hurt. So I had Breeze three overall. Where did you have him, Frank? I had him third. I had him at the bottom of that elite tier. Brady, Ro- Brady Rodgers, and Breeze. I had Rodgers first, but yeah. Same. Yep. Florio, where did you have that? I had Rodgers, Brady, Breeze. All right. So you had Rodgers. We all have Drew Breeze ranked third. Frank Sample, where did Drew Breeze finish? That is the question to answer, and it was number nine, QB nine on the year. So it's really interesting, guys. Drew Brees was our third-ranked quarterback. He finishes number nine. Not not exactly what we wanted, but a lot better than I thought. Because I know Frank, you were a huge proponent this year of saying he's not a top ten quarterback right now. I don't have him ranked in my top twelve. There are many times this year you had Drew Brees ranked outside of your top twelve. When you look at it here, are you surprised at first that he finished inside the top ten? I guess I am, uh, just based on what you're saying, you know, having him ranked outside the top 12 most weeks, it was just, I think it was the fact that he just didn't live up to what we wanted him to do. I mean, a lot, a lot of games where he threw for either one touchdown or zero touchdowns, um, he only threw for three passing touchdowns in one game, and he played all of them. So one out of 16, that's not what you were expecting out of Drew Brees this year. Obviously, the emergence of Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara took over there, uh, but Look, he actually led the NFL in completion percentage, 72%, um, despite being ninth in attempts. So I, I just thought that was really interesting. He was first in the league in completions as well. So I think a lot of those just safe throws to the running backs, to Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas as well. Uh, but yeah, I guess it is kind of surprising that he finished his QB9. But honestly, if you drafted him, you were not happy with what he, what he gave you. He was the second or third QB off the board in ADP, and he drops down, what, six spots to QB9. So overall, I think you're just, you're not happy with what he gave you this year. Yeah, I agree. And I wonder if Florio, that is a sign of things to come. We've talked about certain people I've spoken to. I think Corey's like, I'm going to get in on this early quarterback thing here next year. And this was a clear tier. Brady, Rodgers, Breeze. Rodgers gets hurt. Brady finishes inside the top three. So you get what you want. And then Drew Brees, who we all unanimously ranked as number three, and I think pretty much across the industry, as according to Fantasy Pros, ranked as number three, finishes at number nine. Is that a sign that we should not draft quarterbacks early, or is that a sign that we are just wrong on Drew Brees? Uh, I think it's a mix of both. There was like some warning signs about Brees coming into the season. Like We heard that they may be relying on the run game more this year than in previous seasons. And then also... To me, this means that you probably should wait on quarterbacks because you look at a lot of the top guys, they let down, and then the bottom guys, like Carson Wentz, in some leagues was a a free agent pickup. Deshaun Watson was a pickup, and these were guys that we were talking about as top five guys at the position when they were healthy. Yeah, I actually lean in that side of the argument is that I'm more likely to wait on quarterback now than to pay up because Tom Brady, okay, yeah, he still finished QB3, but when you needed him most, he let you down, and you were using maybe... 
a third, fourth round pick on a Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, the same thing, and he got hurt. You can't predict injuries, but I mean, this isn't the first time that we've seen Aaron Rodgers, you know, have uh, an extended uh, time missed because of injury. So I think I'm more inclined to kind of wait on quarterback, maybe pick one of these guys up, play the matchups early on. Yep. We come right back and listen to the guys on Fantasy Best Friends of Rabbit talking about uh, what went right, what went wrong with the quarterback situation. So stay tuned for more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook for your Kindle or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. We are here absolutely getting it done. How about you? You fired up? You ready and raring to go? Are you putting it all on the table? Are you uh, knocking it out of the park? You got to ask yourself the question. But here are the guys that are trying to help you out. Guys that are knocking. Season, and then maybe you end up picking up a, a, a gem like a Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz finishes QB5, Greg. And he played 13 games. Alex Smith was the fourth best quarterback. A bunch of other guys here. Jared Goff, Case Keenum. These were all guys that were inside the top 14 who were either you know, not drafted or just picked up as waiver wire guys that finished this high. So we'll get to those guys in a minute because you wanted to yep. go ADP and then you just No, yeah, I just, I just, wanted, I just kind of wanted to make the argument for waiting on a quarterback. Well, the argument for waiting on a quarterback best described in 2016, Matt Ryan. Because you didn't draft Matt Ryan in 2016. He was drafted... Very, very late, like some of the guys you just mentioned, yep. or not drafted at all. He picked up and he was picked up off the waiver wire, became a fantasy type MVP. He became the league MVP, led the Falcons to the Super Bowl. So, because of all of that, Matt Ryan gets pushed up draft boards. And according to Fantasy Pros, he was drafted. Um, he was drafted as the third. Which, why is Aaron Rodgers not on this list? This is very confusing to me. Maybe because he got hurt, but let's just say QB four, because yes. we know for sure Aaron Rodgers was going ahead of Matt Ryan. So. Matt Ryan goes number four or five, depending on Andrew Luck also, who's not on this list. Because Andrew Luck was also, depending on when you drafted, ahead of Matt Ryan. Yeah. So take Luck out of it as well. So Matt Ryan was your fourth or fifth ranked quarterback in most places. According to Fantasy Pros, in my rankings, I have him at number five. Florio, where did you have Matt Ryan ranked? I had him at five, sadly, as well. You had him at five. I don't, Frank, you were the low guy on Matt Ryan. You had him where? Nine. So you had him at number nine. And I wanted to put him lower, too, but... I don't know. I just I couldn't do it. Right. And all of that goes back to, again, 2016. Unheralded, he has this amazing season, and Matt Ryan gets pushed up in most places, number five overall. Where did Matt Ryan finish his fantasy season at? He finishes QB 15. That's very bad. Very bad. It's very, very bad. He finished behind uh, Case Keenum, who... Didn't get the didn't start the year as the quarterback for that team. He finished behind Jared Goff, uh, fantasy misfit Blake Bortles as well. So, uh, yeah, very very bad season for Matt Ryan. First year in Steve Sarkeesian's offense, just twenty passing touchdowns, uh, twelve interceptions, fourteen point three fantasy points per game. That's in a four point passing touchdown. You look at last year, and it really was an outlier. I mean, his TD percentage, 7.1%, was extremely high. He threw 38 touchdowns last year. Meanwhile, you look at all the other years kind of surrounded around that. 2015, 21 touchdowns. 2014, 28. 2013, 26 touchdowns. So last year, honestly, just looks like an outlier season. And I remember it was maybe a month ago I said, this guy is not an MVP this year. He he did last year, whatever. I'm not going to take that away from him. I just think it was kind of like a fluky outlier season. I don't know that he is actually an MVP caliber player. I think everything kind of just broke right for him last year. Everything did break right for him. The Atlanta Falcons offense was the best offense in the NFL. The Kyle Shanahan had everything working. Everybody was healthy. And Matt Ryan went on to have, as I said, an MVP year. It all worked out. Clearly this year, we were just simply too high on him. And ultimately, uh, because of that, we ignored... Most of us ignored the entire past and all took that one year. He's gotten that much better. Who are some other guys that we may have gotten wrong for both good and bad reasons? Who did we get right? I'm looking at a guy here that finished six. We'll be back with more of the guys breaking it down, knocking it out of park, and telling you, hey, 
who got it right, who got it wrong, quarterbacks, a little evaluation, right? Coming up here with these guys as they continue to get it done. I like these guys getting it done. I like these guys putting it all together. Here are the fantasy BFFs. The best deals we have ever offered. So go and to Steiner best Sports. deals. We don't want Steiner Sports. The DKMS Big Game Trivia Challenge returns today on On Target. How about that? It's fun times, and it's in Minneapolis where the Vikings will have a chance to play in the hometown Super Bowl. So uh, it's... Should be fun. Should be absolutely awesome and very, very excited to see the trivia contest return today uh, during On Target. Continuing on with the quarterbacks and their average draft position, we've gone through uh, we've gone through the the first four here. This is very interesting to me. So, according to Fantasy Pros, Cam Newton was on average the fifth ranked quarterback, not including Aaron Rodgers, not including Andrew Luck. So he's more like seven in reality. Uh, he is ranked seven. Where did you have him, Frank? I had him 15th. Where did you have Cam Newton ranked, Mike? Also 15th. I had Cam Newton ranked 20th. <laughs> Frank, where did Cam Newton finish? He finished as QB2, Greg Sussman. That's Great. A, that's a BJG. That's a, that's a bad job, Greg. It's a bad job, BFFs. That's what a that bad is. job, BFFs. It's a bad job, BFFs. It's a very BFFs. bad job. Uh, we we absolutely got crushed in that one. Cam Newton had this bounce. I guess a bounce back year is what you call it. He was. We were worried about the shoulder. We were worried about that he wasn't going to run anymore, and he completely just disregarded all of that. Yeah, his forty-seven point one rushing yards per game was actually the highest. Of his career. That's so, so crazy to imagine. 754 rushing yards, also a career high, six rushing touchdowns. I'm still kind of worried. I understand that he finished as QB2, maybe another year removed from shoulder surgery. He could get back on track when it, in terms of passing, but 3,300 passing yards, 22 passing touchdowns, 16 interceptions, which is the second highest mark of his career besides his rookie year when he had 17 interceptions, but 59% completion percentage. Like There are a lot of warning signs here. Just over 200 passing yards per game, Greg, 206.4. Cam Newton really, really depended on his legs to meet his fantasy value this season, and not just fantasy value, real-life value. For the Panthers to be as good as they have been, they depended on Cam Newton to really use his legs again and none of us expected that yeah. coming off that shoulder surgery he had concussions last year uh, we saw him take a lot of big hits we really thought that this would be the season that they kind of pull him back and kind of make him into a pocket passer they went out and got more uh, weapons for him to throw to in the draft Christian McCaffrey Curtis Samuel was there for a few games uh, but he got hurt they traded away Kelvin Benjamin so I understand that he finished as QB too but I'm looking at this rushing production and it kind of makes me scared for the future, too. I don't know that I'm going to be one of these people that jumps back in on Cam Newton. He's going to be drafted as a top-five quarterback next year. I am probably not going to be in that camp at all. Yeah, it's interesting. Twenty, He'll be 29 next year, Cam Newton. And this offense has changed, though, Frank, from where from where it was. I think it kind of benefits him a little bit in what it is with the short, with the short passing and not even trying to force down the field at all. What do you think of Cam Newton next year, Mike? I'm not. If he's going top five, I'm not going to be drafting him. There's no way. I mean, like Frank said, as a passer, he he sucked this year. He sure. was it was brutal. Yep. But he rushed more than ever. The yardage was a a career high for him. He had the six touchdowns again, which is what we saw early in his career. But coming into the season, remember the talk was they don't want him to run. They want him to be able to stay healthy. That was a complete lie, as it turned out. 
And I feel like even though he rushed more this year, the talk of like the big hits he took, it, it really went away. So maybe he just learned to be a smarter rusher and he was sliding more, taking more precaution while running. But still, like you guys said, 29, he's taken a lot of hits in his career already. I, I can't trust his ability as a passer. So if those rushing numbers were to ever decline like they did just a year ago, you're going to be left wanting a lot more. But that's what that's what Cam Newton is ultimately. And we've had this com- we have this conversation every year when it comes to some of these running quarterbacks. Not Russell Wilson uh, because he throws it enough, but Cam Newton, Tyrod Taylor, that but that for that floor is just so high with the amount of rushing yards. If they get a touchdown, my goodness, they have basically 12 points without throwing a single pass. Like that's what makes them so valuable. And I I understand what you're saying in that if the rushing numbers go down, you're screwed because he doesn't pass the ball. But that floor is so high, potentially. And he finished as QB too, but if you ask some of his owners if you were pleased with Cam Newton this year, there were lulls throughout the season where we said, what's going on with Cam Newton? Sure. He was very inconsistent. Greg, from week five on, in week five he threw for 350 yard, 355 yards and three touchdowns okay. against the Lions. In no week after that, for the rest of the season, did he throw for more than 254 passing yards. That's just so crazy to imagine. And he finished as QB, too. So to me, that stream's very, very fluky, man. I, I don't want to knock the rushing I production. I get that it's there, but Mike's right. What if his what if his rushing production gets cut in half next year right. and he gets back down to you know 400 yards and three touchdowns? Then we're looking at a guy who maybe is barely inside the top 12, but he's going to be drafted as a top five quarterback again next year based on this finish. And so I know that that's going to happen. He's never had below five rushing touchdowns, so I think we could say that that is his floor. But just a year ago, 359 rushing yards, like, and, and that was part of why he was so bad last season. And it's not like, you know, he, he threw for 3,500 yards last year, 19 touchdowns. That's more yards than he threw for this year. He has one season in his career, and it was his rookie season where he topped the 4,000 mark. He is purely reliant on his legs. Yes, he is, but I don't think that's a problem. You mentioned the 359 yards rushing he had last year. That was his career low by a lot, right? Like, he never had less than 500 rushing yards in any other season besides last year. To me, that's the anomaly. We talk about Matt Ryan's anomaly of 2016. That was Cam Newton's anomaly. Like, you can trust the fact that Cam Newton's going to run for 500 yards. I'm not saying he's going to run for 750 yards like he did this year, but you can trust he's going to run for 500 yards. You can trust he's going to get five touchdowns on the ground. That you called like the passing game like he never threw for 100, 250 yards it's kind of fluky like I, I think Cam is what he is and that's okay I'm not saying I'm drafting in the top 5 I don't, I'm not making that proclamation now but I think what he is we can figure out now like I don't think it's such a surprise or an outlier like you're gonna be very frustrated at Cam when he doesn't have a good game rushing the ball because we know he can't do it throwing like you've proven that already it's going to be frustrating. I said early in the season, I don't know if you have, still have his numbers up from uh, earlier this year, but... You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind, right? Here the Here's the thing that they don't get. If the guy can't throw as you get older as a quarterback, he's not going to be able to continue to run at the same levels he's been able to run. And he's a big dude. And he's not going to be able to take the hits there. And you're going to open yourself up to injury, and then what are you going to say? Oh... He got injured. It's not my fault. Well, if you take that approach in life, man, that's how it goes. My name is Tony Cicada. We're here. Cam Newton, not on that wagon. Stay tuned for more.
Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the Fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you sad like a little puppy? Because the Lineup Luck Show brought to you by DailyRoto.com is now doing the NBA 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Don't be sad. I got Scooby Snacks for you. That's right. DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. You get DFS information every day. Fantasy football, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Subscribe to DFS Today brought to you by DailyRoto.com on iTunes. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered.
Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sicata. Today we cover the coaches. Make sure you got everything done that you needed to be right there at the top of the helm. And we covered everything that news reporting on what where the heck is going on. Now, one of the things that's going to be a big situation is the Denver Broncos. What do they do with Paxton Lynch? The unfortunate thing that Paxton is, we didn't get to see him as much as we wanted this year. We need to figure out where he is in the process as far as him developing as a quarterback. Elway is being diplomatic. He's been terrible. So, I don't know what he's going to do there or how he goes through there. Packers coach Mike McCarthy signs a one-year extension through 2019. That's not a long suspension there. That's not a lot of love. Uh, the Cardinals are going to interview defensive coordinator James Bechter for the head coach in vacancy. Uh, so he is going there. Richard Sermon had surgery on his other leg. And Pete Carroll has confirmed he will return for the ninth season as the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. We'll be back tomorrow night on Fantasy Football Rewind. Thank you for tuning in. See ya. See ya.